Hey, welcome to the VSM TV Sermon Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope as you hear the message, it inspires you and gives you faith to see how God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. I'm going to first start off, I'm going to bring you into my childhood a little bit. Uh, I got some fun stuff to talk about. Um, so, when I was in middle school, I was one of those kids that was like addicted to football. You know, those kids that like, I was a big Seahawks fan, if you didn't know. And I was the kid that would, you know, it would be like Monday. And I would be waiting for it to be Sunday so I could watch the football game. It was literally like my life. Anyways, I'm going to be talking about that. Um, so, you know, I've, you probably all have like your passions and things you're interested in. And for me, not anymore. I'm not a big football fan anymore. Actually, I am. But like, Jacob's the only one that knows the Seahawks here, which is sad. Anyways. There's, um, yeah, Matthias, you don't know anything. Anyways, so I'm going to talk about how I was a big Seahawks fan, and it's, you, you'll, you'll figure it out later. So um, it was about, like, sixth grade. I was – my grandpa got me into football, actually. Um, and the older I got, the more passionate I was about. Like, I was the kid – like, my room was decorated in Seahawks. Natalie knows everything. I was going to put turf instead of carpet. Like, it was intense. It was bad. Thankfully, my dad didn't let me because I would have been horrible. Uh, it's not Seahawks anymore. But I moved it all upstairs. Anyways, so, like, I would, I would go to, like, try to go to Seahawks games. I would always try to go up to Seattle. And, like, I eventually went to the Seahawks training camp. I would go there, like, every summer. And fun fact, I think I have, like, 35 Seahawks autographs that I've all, like, met the players. Anyways, I, like, my, my, like one of my favorite days when I was, like, my childhood the first autograph I met was Russell Wilson. He it made my life. Anyways, so I'm sure you guys all have passions and things that make who you are. When I was younger, the Seahawks, you know, when someone says, you know, what are you, what are you interested in? What do you like? I would say I'm a Seahawks fan. And, oh, thank you, dude. Anyways, so that was something I was really passionate about. And so I'm going to get going. And... I'm sure you all have uh, asked this question to yourself. Who am I and what is my identity? And that's what I'm going to be really digging into, those, those two questions. And I think it's important to know who you are as a teenager, as we're growing, and we learn so much about, about, about ourselves in this time period. And that's what I'm going to be digging into. So you may consider yourself an athlete or like a basketball player, or maybe you're like into school. You call yourself a student. Or maybe you're a really big social person, which isn't my biggest thing. But And maybe you think, you know, it's COVID. You know, you can't hang around people right now, six feet. You feel me? Um, you know, maybe you think, oh, you know, social distancing. Well, hold up. You know, I'm a social, per- social person. You know, that makes who I am. My friendships make me who I am. And, you know, we don't have sports right now other than, like, basketball. But we can't really do that. And those... Those things that make up who we are are being torn apart from us right now. And this is a time period where it, it's hard for all of us. I'm sure you feel, feel that way. Anyway, so you may feel like your uh, identity is under attack. And that's why it's so important as a teenager that we put our identity in Christ. And I feel like we get so caught up in worldly things. And, you know, time flies and time goes by quickly where we forget that we need to put our identity in Christ, no matter what the situation is, no matter what we go through, 
And so I'm going to be talking about uh, 1 Peter. So if you guys want to open up your Bibles to 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10, I think. I have to get there for two. Uh, okay, tell me when you're all there. So, while you're all waiting, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the the definition of identity. It might be a little bit unclear, because when I was digging into this, I was a little bit unclear what identity actually means. So it's the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. And so identity, identity basically means who you are or the real you. Isn't it, it isn't based on your outward appearance. It's, it's based on, it isn't based on your success or anything like that. Is it, even def, it, isn't, it isn't even defined by you. It's defined by God. So is everyone there? Uh, it's First Peter 2, 9-10. Good? So, it says, but you are chosen people, a royal priesthood, a, royal, a holy nation, a holy people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness and into his wonderful light. Verse 10 says, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. And once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So, let's pray. So, dear God, I thank you for everyone that's here tonight, and I pray that this word's not mine, but yours, and pray that what, everything I, I, I speak tonight to definitely really touch these kids, and I thank you for just giving this opportunity to be here tonight, because this is such a special opportunity, especially in the circumstance we're in, to, to sit here and talk to these students. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so let's get going. So, in this passage, it's Peter is talking to these group of believers about, about their identity, and in the world we're living in, there's so much stress and, and anxiety and, and everything that's, that's, that's on us, he's talking about, about what, what they're experiencing. So we must understand that there's pressure coming from the world around us, as I said. And so at first, Peter first off says, but you are a chosen people. So what does that exactly mean? Chosen. So God chose you no matter, no matter who you are. No matter, everyone in this room, God chose you. Uh, you're a chosen race. Simply put, God wants you and desires you, no matter what. He wants a relationship with you, and it's not hiding from you. You may feel like sometimes in life, especially where I feel like, you know, God hasn't even, is God really moving in my life? I feel like he's just quiet or he's hiding. God's not playing hide and seek. He's not hiding what's like the best hiding. If you ever play hide and seek, the best place to hide is in the dryer, 100%. Or in the crawl space. If you go in the crawl space, no one finds you. I hide there for like hours and then you realize they, everyone quit the game. Yeah, but God's not hiding in the dryer or the crawl space. He, he wants a relationship with, relationship with you. So are you willing to say, yes, I want a relationship with God? Because trust me, God will change your life. And you know, the, the older I get, or the, I'm not really getting old, but every grade I, I graduate from, I realize how important it is to have a foundation and put your trust and identity in God. Because every year it gets harder, you know. It, it's so important because you're going to experience worldly things. You're going to have friends that do things that you shouldn't do. That's why it's so important to put your trust and your foundation and your identity in God or else you will start to experience those worldly things and you will fall short from God. 
And it's so important in this time period we're in because there's craziness going on, and it's such an important thing. Okay. Next up is you are righteous. He says you are a royal priesthood, and I'll dig into that. No, he, he, he says you are a holy nation and you are approved. So you may think you're not approved for God, from God. You may feel like we're all sinners. We all fall short. But I'm telling you, God says you are righteous. You are approved. And we all, we all lack um, greatness and we all sin and all that stuff. And it isn't so important to believe that we're approved. You know, in this time we're in, this quarantine, it's so easy to slack off. I find myself doing things I shouldn't or sinning and doing all this crap. And it's so important that we, we put our trust in God. And it may feel like you're not approved by God, but I tell you, God, has, you are approved by God. He loves you, and he, trust, trust me, he loves you. And um, for example, like maybe, maybe you're stuck at home and you're fighting with your parents, or maybe you're just having a, arguments with your mom and dad all the time, and you feel like you can never do things right. Or maybe you're looking at things you shouldn't. Or, or maybe, maybe you're just being like lazy. Like you, you sleep until like 2 p.m. You do nothing. You're like, how the heck can God want me? Like I'm, I do nothing. I sit, I sit on play video games all day. I've been there. I feel that. And you feel like there's no way I can. God can love me. God can want someone like me. I'm a little teenager that doesn't do much in the world, that gets into trouble, that does all the stuff he should not do. But trust me, God wants you. You have never disappointed God. And that's something when I first heard that, I'm like, how can I not disappoint God? You know, I sin, I do all this stuff, but you, you can never, you never disappointed God because God already knew. You never disappointed God because God already knew. And that's something I feel like I can forget so many times because we fall so short into sin. And us as humans, we're not perfect. But God still loves us no matter what, no matter what we do, no matter what we say, no matter who we hang out with or the choices we make, he still loves you. So being disappointed means you thought something was going to happen, but it didn't. Or it was something, something else happened. And God is not like that. Um, God's not like that because he knew everything that was going to happen in the beginning of time. No matter what happened, God knew in the beginning when he made you, he knew that you're going to sin. He expected that. He knew. He's not disappointed in you. He loves you no matter what the circumstance is. He even loves the most, the most some person that killed, I don't know, some terrorist. He even loves the terrorist. Um, anyways, so he already knew. And, and you're still called to God. And that's why it's so important to put your identity in God. And I'm going to start digging into the next thing Peter talks about um, in a little bit. So, uh, you are called. That's the next thing God talks about. Don't mind my notes. So, what does it mean by you are called? And as us teenagers, it feels like we're pretty pointless, or we feel like we don't have much control. You know, there's times where I feel like I have no control in my life. Like, my parents tell me to do everything, and I have no control in my life. But you are called. He calls you a royal priesthood. And that's kind of like a weird priesthood. You know, that seems like an older word. But what it means is... To be a priest means to be a messenger, the messenger of the love and the goodness of God, the greatness and mercy. So you may feel like, well, how can I be a messenger of love and all that stuff? Well, it's not that hard. It's, it's really just 
digging down and doing the little things. Like you could even just hold the door for open and you're showing the love of God. Hold the door for open for someone. Or just doing little acts like buying someone's coffee, buying someone coffee or, or a meal or anything like that. It's showing God, God's love. And I feel like it's so important for us kids to start doing the little steps and eventually once we get older, we'll be able to do more. It will come easier. We have to build a foundation on God because life will get so much harder. And the older we get, when we go into college, we get a life, we have a family, all that stuff. In order to have the best life possible, we have to build a foundation on God no matter what the circumstances. Um, so the biggest thing I think we struggle with, or I do, I believe, is where I put my identity. It's so important that we put our identity in Christ and not worldly things. And... For example, like you might put your identity in like a sport or, or someone like a passion or anything like that. That's not bad, but the, the thing that needs to be first in your identity is putting God first in your identity. For some, let's say for like a relationship, so many people, they put the boy or the girl in front. That's their identity. And that's so, such a big reason why people fall short in relationships because they're not putting God first. And it's so important that you put God and your identity and say who I am when someone asks hey who are you you say you're a Christian and that's such an important thing that you're proud to say that no matter what and God should be first in your life no matter what um so God called you out of darkness and he's he has a purpose and a plan for your life you are called to greatness so moving on God has an identity for you, and your identity is for him to be in Christ. And no matter what the circumstance, situation, or whatever it is, God has an identity for you, and it's, it's good. It's, it's good, because God's plan is always, always the best. So the last point I'm going to talk about is your identity gives you access. So you all may know that in order to, like, to drive a car, you need a license, or you need like a permit, right? Or let's say to go to a club. Hopefully you don't go to a club. I hope not. You need to have, what, your ID to get in, right? Or to go to a bar, you need your ID. Um, your identity gives you access. And it gives you permission to do stuff or whatever. And the identity, your identity gives you access. And it, our identity, it should be in God. And the foundation of our identity is that we're, we're God's son. So... Let's say, you know, when I go to heaven, I want to be where, when I go to heaven and I give God my ID card, well, let's say you got ID card, you know how like you go to a hotel and you get those cool key cards and you can like go to the pool, the pool's like the best part of a hotel. Yeah, anyways, the pool's like the always the best part of the, the hotel, even though they're like always like really bad pools. Anyways, um, you know, when you go to heaven and, and you go to the to go to God's throne, and, and, and let's say you give God your identity, the most satisfying thing to me, it turns green. I don't want to see anyone in this room where it, where it turns red. And that's something that's so important. That's why it's so important that we put our foundation and our identity in God right now, even when we're young. And it's so important that we do that. Because when it turns green, we can give God all of our sorrows, everything, our pain, our hurt will all be gone. And it's so important that no matter what, what we're going through, we, we go to God, we go in our room, whatever it is, and just pray. 
and it's so important because trust me the older you get it's so much easier to veer off and there's so many times where I see people or friends even where they were had a great foundation or great faith in God and before you know it it's gone and that's something I don't want any of you guys to have or anyone to have experience with okay so God says God you know how someone is adopted if you ever adopted children the parents always make the first move right God basically wants to adopt you into your family. And the question is, are you willing to say yes to that? And I hope everyone in this room can say yes to that. And I tell you what, the one thing that I, was, that I want for everyone to be is adopted into God's family, where I can go to heaven and I can see all your guys' faces. And I'm going to move on a little bit. I know if you can play the piano or whatever. Um, so I'll tell you what, guys. We're in a dark place right now in this, in this world and in, in our lives. I'll tell you what. This last year has been one of the hardest lives, the, the hardest years for me. And I've gone through a lot, and I've grown a lot, too. But I, I want you guys to put your identity and your faith in God, no matter what, or what you go through. So you all might feel like you're not good enough for God or, or you sin or you fall short because I've fallen so short from God recently. But thankfully, like these last six months have been one of the best six months of my life because I've gotten so much closer to God and it's been so important for me. And I want you all to experience that. So if you all could stand with me, that'd be great. So, you all might feel like you don't know who you are, or you don't know what your identity is in. And that's like the biggest question we all, we all question as a teenager. Who am I? And what is this purpose of what, what am I here for? And it's so, so stressful and so confusing as, as we grow to know who you are. Because I feel like in order to be successful and in order to achieve the dreams and the goals that I want to achieve, I need to know who I am. And that's why we need to put our identity in Christ. We need to go to God. You know, we need to, we need to stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning even and just pray and just cry out to God. Just do whatever you got to do. And that's why it's so important. God should be your best friend. You should be dating God. That sounds weird, but you should be dating God. Where, you know, you don't go on a date with a girlfriend, but go on a date with God sometimes. Just just spend an, spend an evening with God. Like, that's all you got to do. Or maybe just go on a walk and just, just forget about the craziness in life and just just pray and just just cry out to him because trust me I can't imagine living my life without God because like there's days where like I have no one to talk to and you have God so you may feel like you don't know what your identity is in Christ you feel like you lose hope and that's why I want all you guys to put your identity in Christ and say I'm a Christian no matter what I go through. So I want you all to close your eyes. And if you feel like you don't know who you are, like you don't know what your identity is in, you don't feel like you have your identity in Christ. You know, there's times where I question, how does God even want me? 
I go through all this stuff. I do all this crap. How does God want me no matter all through all of this? And in the end, God has to be your best friend. There's going to be people that leave you. There's going to, you know, you're going to go through things. You're going to maybe lose your job. You're going to lose a loved one. And in the end, you need God to be your foundation. You can't live a life without God as your foundation. It's not going to be, it's not going to be fulfilling. God is the best drug, and I want you to be high off Jesus. I want you to be high off Jesus. And as a teenager, it's so easy to fall short. It's so easy. I get it. I'm, I feel it every day. It's so important that you put your identity in Christ. So for all of you that feel like you're falling short of God or you don't have your identity or you didn't put God in your identity or you just feel like you're, you're slacking and you don't even know who you are, like you lost your identity because it's not in Christ. It's in worldly things. I want you to raise your hand. I'm going to pray for you. So, dear God, I pray for all these students that are raising their hand right now. Help them feel peace and to put trust in you, no matter what they go through. I hope that they can grow their faith in you and put your identity in you and say, I'm a Christian no matter what I go through. Thank you, Jesus, for all these kids right now. And I pray that when they get older, they can be born a Christian and die as a Christian when they get older. Help them to never lose their faith no matter what they go through, no matter where they veer off in life. They're going to go places where they never expected and help them not to lose their faith in you, God, because you're the foundation of everything. No matter what we do, no matter what we go, we need you, God. And I pray that these students can realize that they need you in their life they need you in your life. They're going to go through so many hard things. And we're in a hard place right now. I feel it. The world is not beautiful. And that's why we need you. We need to put our identity in you because this, this place is crazy. And I pray for these students. I thank you for them. And I pray that they can build their faith and their foundation of life on you. And I'm so thankful for them. I'm so thankful for every one of these people in this room. So, I have a next uh, group to pray for. So if you can all keep your eyes closed. You may feel like you're not good enough for God. Or like you made mistakes in the past that you can't get over, and you're over it. And you feel like, God, I'm not good enough. I don't qualify for you. You're perfect. And you're just so caught up in these mistakes that you've done, these sins that you've, you've made. But God still loves you. He forgave you. He died on the cross for you. So forget about it. God loves you. You're worthy for God. He called you. You're righteous. And he has a purpose for you. That's what Peter talks about in this. That's why it's so important to put your identity in God. You have to build a foundation. So God, I thank you for these students. And I pray that no matter what the sins they made, you don't care. You're never disappointed in us. And you forgive, you died on the cross for us. So help these students to realize no matter what they've been through, no matter what they've done, you still love them. And I thank you so much for these students. And I, I'm so thankful for you, God, how you can love us no matter what we do. 
the perfect father. Our earthly father never can reach how perfect you are. And I'm so thankful for you being our best friends to where we can call out to you and we can build our foundation in life on you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and we have a couple things that we would love for you to do. First, we would love to have you subscribe to our channel so that you can be updated whenever the latest message comes out. And secondly, if you want to stay up to date with all that's going on in Viral Student Ministries, you can always follow us on Instagram at viral underscore student underscore ministries. And with all that being said, we hope you'll join us next week on the vsm.tv podcast.